Good evening, everybody. It's the Stuff You Don't Know podcast with James Clary and my humble co-partner, Russell West. Episode 7, titled UFOs, What the Fuck Are They? With our uh, special guest, Ben Ellis, in in the guest chair in the middle. What's going on, Ben? How are you, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm happy to be here. Now, you're a fan of the program, right? I'm probably the biggest fan. (laughs) (laughs) One of three. (laughs) We were discussing the possibility of a fourth, but I think that (laughs) fell through. (laughs) Well, you know, we, we, uh, as our listeners know, we like to talk about things esoteric, Mm -hmm. unusual, strange. Things without answers. And, you know, the UFO field has been... Talked about ad nauseum for the last right. 75 years, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been going on forever. And, Russell, when you and I were talking, you you told me, and I just found this fascinating, that you had personal experiences and that yeah. your friend, Ben, yeah, was with you guys. Now, I have personally seen three UFOs in my life. And Ben has been there for two of the most convincing and so anytime that you can say you've seen a UFO and you've got somebody that can, like, back the story up. <laughs> you got to tell us. you got to tell right, us. So, yeah, let's hear the story. So I think we should start with, uh, with uh, should we start with the, the best one or should we do the Colorado first? Because I'd like to tell both of them because both of them are very Colorado stories. I, hey, trust me. I was, <laughs> I was straight as an the, arrow. The, the legal weed trip. <laughs> Honest, honestly, the, the worst one on that end is probably the realest one we saw. <laughs> yeah. So we were in Colorado and we were we went to some BLM, pro, you know, like the Bureau of Land Management. There's nothing oh, I there. I, meant, I, I know what you thought. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were uh, there to protest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the ship came in. It was wild. <laughs> yeah. So we're there and uh So wait a minute. You we're like BLM Bureau Land Management what property? Yeah, there's just okay. vast we're, areas where there's no Yeah, we're nobody owns it's it. Government, the government owned. Owns it. Yeah, yeah, and it's just can't, you can go out there and camp and We hike. were we were visiting our friend Baker and yeah. he lives he lives probably this is probably like 30 miles west of Vale where he lives and he yeah. took us out on a hike. We we're going to go hike. Yeah, and we were going to go camping too. And so this was this was probably 10 to 20 miles from pavement like wow. we got off a of pavement and then we were going down dirt roads and, right. and made up paths wouldn't you like a four-wheel drive vehicle or yeah something? we have I me mean, we no, took, but <laughs> yeah <laughs> no we we took a couple of cars it. you were in a jetta yeah we took <laughs> yeah. them way up and we parked and it had a camp and then you. from the camp that's you where hiked. We, yeah. right wow so we go up it's, it's called castle peak and there's a bunch of castle peaks so you know this is just the particular one we were going to right and we at some point we get to the top and, and Joe was with us and Ben and Joe were like, Oh, we're not going any further. And they kind of were like, all right, we're going to sit here and smoke some. <laughs> yeah. We, 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 we decided we didn't want to go any further. So we sat down and we, uh, had bought some Willie Nelson's conspiracy Kush, <laughs> oh, <God>. which <laughs> certainly yeah. vilifies the story. Put your dick in the. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so we're uh, me and Baker go on because Baker's right. been there three times. He's never made it to the top, and I felt bad that he thought he was going to this time. And he wanted to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. he's been trying. So I was like, all right, I'll go with you. Gotcha. So I've got my two Walmart knives, and we're climbing up, and I'm using them as, ah. <laughs> as like So climbers. really rough, steep it was terrain. Super, no way you could pop. I mean, there was one point it was just sand, wow. and you're just you're trying to get up, and it's just awful. Uh, at one point, at one point, we got lost, and 
baker who lives there looked back at us and said, hey, we need to get through here quick. And we said, why? And he said, we're in a bear den right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my God. It was, it, it was, so that's just how far out we were. Yeah. So at one point, we realized we're not we're running out of daylight. Me and Baker realized that we're not going to make it to the top. Right. So Baker has his drone with him. Now, when you fly a drone, you have to put in kind of your GPS coordinates mm-hmm. in order for like the homing device. So if it starts to die from, you know, the battery starts to die, it knows you, where to go back to. Oh, I got you. Okay. Yeah. And so in that instance, it would fly right back to where you are. So we did that because we couldn't see Ben and Joe from the vantage point we were at. So we flew the drone over trying to find them. Well, we didn't see him. So we're, we're just, we'll just hike down or whatever. And so we eventually meet back up with them. We, we go all the way back to our campsite, and then we're, we're hanging out. Tents are set up, all that good stuff. I think we were throwing a pigskin around, just, you know, doing... Just messing around. Yeah, just fucking yeah. around, drinking beers, having a good time. And all of a sudden, it's a full moon, so you can see... So it's dark at this point. It is dark, yes. It's, it's you know, middle of nowhere dark, right. but it is a full moon. Yeah, right. we're, we're hanging around like we were cooking. We were hanging around our grill. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, and so... But the full moon, you could kind of see the silhouette of the peak that we were the trying... Of, Ca- mm-hmm. of Castle Peak that we were trying to get to. Sure. So at one point during our, our, our night... We, I happen to look up and I say, is anybody else seeing this extremely bright light? And you could see this super bright light from the exact spot because it was a very distinct area where me and Baker like, sent that drone Right off. on the ridge. Right. And you kind of saw this thing go up and get right to the ridge of where we were. And I'm telling you, we're, we're 15 miles from pavement. For some kind of man-made light energy right, source right. to be that bright because we're again we're still two to three miles it was like a spotlight it was like a spotlight it, super it, bright super bright yeah and, and you would have to you know this is brighter than a road light you know that has a generator that runs like, and just lights up the whole area yeah we were we were talking like we were looking at it and we were saying like holy shit is that someone like in the middle of the night yeah like trying like, to like, climb, climb maybe that was climbing, climbing up yeah. and yeah and baker who you know lives out there knows everything out there he was like he's like I don't think someone would be There's climbing no up way. there. Yeah. Well, right. and yeah, and then how th- to be that bright to where we could see it from where we were at that hour. And wouldn't they have to have gone through the trail where you were at? To that's even exactly get up right. There? So let's yep. say there's only one way in. Right. Let's yeah. say there's a light powerful enough, and the only lights I can think of that we might have been able to see at that distance were the big road lights that are our trailer essentially that have a big pole that stands right. up. Right. You know, you tow behind your car. There's a big gen- diesel generator. Right. Around. I barely got up there as a human being with my knives, like <laughs> doing a doing a, a Rambo thing all the way to the top of the crest. So, There's no way you could have brought an energy so source. So do you think it there. could have been a military, well, like a helicopter? Well, well, no. This is the thing, though, and I think Russ is probably going to this point because we saw this light and we were all looking at it and like, wow, like that's is someone up there? Like, why is this so bright? But where it became weird was the light started moving yeah super fast like right up, up the like, along I mean, the ridge it, it, like obviously we're like okay this isn't a climber yeah like it was a right. super bright light and it started moving like so it became obvious it was an aircraft it was moving, some sort it was it moving was, fast. it was not a human being it was not a, a stationary I mean, it light was an aircraft. source it, it was going i don't fast. even know about that it wasn't going that as fast as an aircraft it was going fast for a human yeah like it was a bright light and it was just going like this if right i could explain up. yeah it was like moving like this up the ridge so gotcha. I, 
I mean, I, I mean, just, someone running couldn't have done that, and of course they no, would have no. been bouncing. No, we're yeah, talking no. hundreds of yards, and the light's too bright for a flashlight, and it's pointed like directly that. at us. It's it's, it's, oh, your omni- it's yeah. in your eyes. It's fucking yeah. shining on us. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and there's it wasn't just it was there was probably six of us that were all just staring at this thing like, dude, are we gonna be okay? Yeah, <laughs> like it got to the point where you start worrying. Yeah, but but yeah, no, it, it moved. Up, it wasn't like exactly like outlined to the peak, right. but it was going up, 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 and then it just eventually it just disappeared. Yeah, it went it away. Just, it just disappeared. Like the light went off. And, and it's funny because five minutes later, uh, Baker's friend showed up, and we're like, "You're not going to believe what we just fucking saw." And it was like maybe they knew, or you know, assuming this is some well, he's an alien. alien. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, this isn't for your eyes. <laughs> so it was. Uh, it was. Pretty weird. Yeah. And that, there was a lot of witnesses for that one. Like, it wasn't right, just so that's us. number one. But that, w- that was the worst one. <laughs> well. The better one. <laughs> I think this this next one is the most convincing because I still, to this day, I This don't, was in broad daylight. This was. <laughs> in Springfield. In Springfield. <laughs> so, Ben, do you want to tell this one? I just told the last one. Go I for mean, it, Yeah, ben. sure. Yeah. No. Okay, well, I, I have to preface this with something, which this is a big part of the story because at the end of this story, we ran into one of our friends at a local restaurant, <laughs> and he asked me and Russell if we had been smoking, and we had. <laughs> yeah. We had, but we... we but, you know, I want to just real quick, let me just interject. This BS that I hear from, like, news media. Oh, well, he must have been drinking or smoking. No. Look, this. marijuana and alcohol do not make you hallucinate. No, I was going to say yeah. that. Yeah, They like, don't. I've, I mean, no. I've been not more drunk level. more times than <laughs> yeah. both of you guys combined. I, I've, I've never, never seen hallucinated. some light in the sky. Yeah. Same thing with yeah. weed. Yeah, yeah absolutely And not. even even LSD and drugs like that, they do make you hallucinate, but not, not like that. Like no, that. Not, no, not, right. no. There's no characters. There's no uh, objects. You just yeah. see yeah. colors on the wall. Yeah. It doesn't it's, create. Yeah. So no. anyway, you're in Springfield. Yeah. Which no. Which is we, where we are now. Yeah. yeah. We we had a we had a we called it the loop. Right. We we had a smoking route where yeah we would get in a car and we'd smoke a joint and we'd drive around and it was. If you're from Springfield, it was around, we'd start at the price cutter on Battlefield in 65. Yeah. We'd go down and we'd loop around the back end. Right by the terraces. Down, yeah, uh, d- that the terraces area. down by Galloway. And so this was just like our sure, normal. My, my son knew it well. <laughs> yes. right? yeah. He was yeah. with us. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Yeah. Yeah. Drew, your cover's blown. Right, right. <laughs> no, uh, but this is, you know, we, we do it, you know, every other day. We would just like, hey, let's go smoke a joint. We'll drive around this. But yeah. But it was just me and Russell this day, and we were doing it, and it was probably around. It was probably in the summertime or early fall. Yeah, like I think so. Sun was going down, like it was still light out, plenty light, and we came. Like if you go down again, I'm sorry if you you're not from Springfield, but if you go down Battlefield past the terraces and then take that curve, yeah, towards when, James River. Yeah, yeah, once you take that curve. Russell and I were in the car and we were going down that straight instead straight of taking stretch the next down turn. A hill. Yeah, yeah, we were going yeah. down. Oh, you went straight instead of going left. Yes. Okay, I know yeah, no, yeah. good buddy of mine lived down that road. Yeah, yeah. And and like I can't even it's remember. It's a rural area, but it, there's still plenty of houses. Yeah, it's around. just right yeah. outside the city. Right. And I can't even remember which one of it what uh, of us it was, but like 
somebody, one of the two of us said like, holy shit, what is that? And we both were looking out of the car like i was yeah. driving out the front window or yeah like because like, you're coming like, down a hill and then you right. see it yeah and, we and kind of peek around a and little it bit. was still daylight out and it was only what i could describe as a real world situation if you just want to be the most real about it yeah like a, a like a stealth bomber it was a triangle and we stopped really? we stopped yeah. black, the car big black yes triangle. we wow. st- we stopped the car in the in, middle of the road. In the middle of the road. And both Flew opened. The doors open. The doors open. And we stood outside and looked up. And it it, it, it was so close, you feel like you could touch it. I could have thrown was a rock it at over this you thing. At it was yeah. directly. Directly. D- directly. So you saw it. Now, was it moving? Yes. yes. Right over us. Slowly. So it was in front of you to begin with. You're driving. It, it, it was almost like it, we were driving and it came right over Yeah, us. and we were coming down a hill. So yeah. it was getting uh, you know higher and higher. And I, the, the the thing that always stuck with me is it had three lights on each corner. Yeah. But the way it flew, it was a solid triangle. It, it yep. was so close. There was zero noise. Nothing. And we st- we opened the doors we, of the car and looked up. There was zero standing noise in the middle was, of a busy. It street. was right there, and we looked at each at each other and went like, "What the fuck <laughs> yeah. was that?" And, and and that the thing that always stuck out with me is that you know you would think aerodynamically. The triangle would would fly point first like this, right? But I was watching this thing fly backwards. If that made like this, yeah, the point was it didn't leading. it didn't matter no. because this wasn't an aerodynamic device. It, it was, and that was it. Like but no just, sound, no heat, no wind gushing no, it, or anything. It went directly over us. We opened the car doors and we're looking at it right above and, us and it and as soon as it got over the like by the highway it just sort of disappeared yeah that and was that it. was it and and then we run in we're like, <laughs> we run we're like all right we got to eat and talk yeah. about this. then we like, went to peking house and saw one of our friends who's a lawyer now in springfield and his dad and we're like we saw a ufo and he said were you guys high and we were yeah but that doesn't that matter, doesn't matter. <laughs> i mean and and there was a you know a number of years where we didn't talk about this. Yeah, it was and just it was just insane. It, it was insane. It, it was it was, and there's multiple reports of these black. I was going to say I just looked it up. There's been many sightings, in especially in Missouri. Missouri. Yeah. There's daytime UFO filled in over Springfield, Missouri, 18th of October this year. Really? Wow. Yeah, and there's a picture of it. Now this thing doesn't look like a black triangle, but. Uh, there's also Black Triangle filmed over Springfield. Black Triangle sighting Springfield, Missouri. So, yeah, I mean, it's these things have been seen all over the world, too. And, and you know, the thing is, and I mean, just like when they did the, the COVID special flyover with the, oh, with the self-bomber. Yeah. Like, I, I've seen... Uh, Three that, times in my life, I've seen a stealth bomber fly over. Yeah. Like, I've been at a yeah, football game. Yeah, we do see him here because like, yeah. Kansas City, what's the well, air Whitman, Air, Whitman Air Force Base. Yeah, Whitman Air Force. Yeah. I, see, we get them all the I, time. I, I have seen multiple times yeah. a, a stealth bomber fly over low. Loud and it's, it's And loud, the sonic boom. Is, and it's it's loud and you know what it is. Right. This, this was, this not, was not it. This was it, not that 100%. Yeah, I, this was And, and the thing, too, is, is, is you can feel those. The, they have, I don't know what exhaust or whatever it is from these from these uh, stealth bombers but you I mean, can it's just feel like it a rumble, rumble. yeah yeah from chest. the stealth but, but that's that's also you know you know five thousand to ten thousand feet in the air this yeah. thing i could have hit with a rock yeah this thing was low and, and it was silent 
Absolutely. No heat. Nothing. Yeah. No rumble. No energy force of any kind. No gushing winds. Yeah. Like there's this, a void. This was like, it was like something in a pond, like a leaf on a pond just going right yeah. over you. Mm. That's a perfect analogy for yeah. it. Yeah. That was Which it. is exactly what the people in the Phoenix Light situation, which was another triangular right. craft. That's exactly what they reported. Massive, silent, floating. But, you know, it, I don't even think, the whole question, are these things real? I mean, that I think that's been settled. The Pentagon I, has actually admitted yeah, that absolutely. there are craft UAPs, right? They right. don't know. So yeah. we know they're real. Now, the Black Triangles, some have surmised that they're second-generation U.S. military technology. I've and they could be. that there is some kind of patent out for that type of technology. And also, I think we've discussed on the show before that we're 50 years behind what actually exists. So right, what we right. see now. So there's the possibility that this was some kind of government thing. But why are they flying it? Why are they buzzing, you know, these houses? Like I said, these they were flying right over the roof line of these houses. Crazy. In Springfield, Missouri. For I mean, no yeah, reason, plain right? sight. Yeah. yeah, they weren't hiding it at all. Yeah. I mean, and so either way, whoever whoever's behind this was not very sneaky. You know, I, I hope someday there's a, the ability for me to to play in a movie screen what me and Ben saw because it's clear yeah. as day to me right yeah. and it, it's it's incredible yeah it was, it was it was one of those moments where like it's like you know if you think about like telling people like oh I was abducted by aliens you would never say it that was one of those situations it was. like I you know I no one's gonna fucking well let me, me ask you this did you experience any missing time that you guys know about <laughs> well, we were pretty high the rest of the day. But no, but no, I'm dead serious on that. No, yeah. I don't. I don't think so. No, nothing yeah. like that. I, I honestly think that it was just a, a flyover. But I, you know, you hear some of these abduction stories, and I, I, I kind of feel like maybe we got pretty lucky because we we did exactly what you shouldn't do when you see an alien spacecraft fly over your head. Like we got out, out of the we got out of the car and stared at it. <laughs> like we made it easy for him. So, you know, if we were ever going to be abducted, that was the time. Yeah. It was just weird. It was a solid black triangle with like, lights on the corners like yeah, they say. Yeah, it was just weird. It was weird. It didn't You know, there was a huge flap in Belgium and France of the black triangles before they were even seen in the United States. Really? Oh yeah, and lots of military uh, people said that they saw it, military pilots. So, which kind of makes me think that it's not military technology. Uh, yeah, know? because it's so international, you know. But that brings in the whole point of uh, which we haven't gotten into. But, you know, who's behind these things as far as in our government? Who knows about it? Right. You know, we've all heard the stories that, uh, who was it? I think it was Jimmy Carter. Asked oh, to see the yeah. files, and George Bush, who was head of the CIA at the time, said, "You're not authorized. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have high enough clearance." And he was the fucking president. Yeah, how do you this. not have clear like the clearance level? But you know, point? it's the what Eisenhower warned us about the military-industrial sure. complex, and Eisenhower was right in the middle of all that stuff. You know, he purportedly had yeah. a meeting with the Grays and exchanged. Oh yeah, technology. A lot of people don't know about that. That was, I think you mentioned that uh, yeah. in one of our shows, and it really blew my mind. Well, yeah, Laura Eisenhower, his uh, granddaughter, has spoken about it many times. Let me see, I'll pull this up. It was in, oh, it would have been in the, the 50s, obviously. I think it was in the early 50s. 
And apparently, yeah, 1954, apparently he met with them at, uh, was it White Sands? And one of the witnesses recounted that this craft just pulled up. Ike was there with his security forces and a bunch of generals and military. Craft pulled out. These two ET guys stepped off, typical grays, and that they had a meeting and that the basic agreement was the aliens would share their technology with us if they were allowed to abduct humans for genetic purposes and they promised not to hurt humans and that they would keep they would report any abductions to the military and the story goes that they've broken that agreement multiple times they've taken a lot more people Mm. but you know I mean, who knows? There's not just, according to government witnesses, there's not just one species of aliens visiting our planet. I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard that. 57 at one point. Well, and, and you can even, you can justify that with the amount of different crafts that have been seen. Right. Uh, you know, there's the triangle one that me and Ben saw, but you also see the gimbal, the tic-tac. You see all these different... Uh, uh, yeah, the different th- crafts. The classic flying saucer oh, yeah, that are yeah. discs. The ones that... Uh, who was the guy? There's an Army veteran who was... Oh, uh, David Fravor? They saw the Tic No, no, Fravor saw the Tic Tac. Um, Sergeant Clifford Stone. Now that's a name. Cliff Stone. <laughs> Cliff Stone. Yeah, he, he said he was in a unit that was responsible for going to downed... Alien crafts and wow. really? like body on recovery, call. yeah, and That's they flew all over. No shit! Uh, what a job! Yeah, <laughs> you can't tell anybody what you do. They had backlogged and identified a total of fifty-seven extraterrestrial species that look like us and walk among us. Um, he claimed that now this this I don't know if you remember the the big press event. That was put on by Scott Greer at the National Press Office um, in D.C. It was kind of a big deal. It was probably 12 years ago because he got together hundreds of ex-military, ex-police, ex-pilots, and they swore, swore that what they were going to tell you know, put their hand on the Bible and about to yeah. tell you is true. And Clifford Stone was one of the witnesses, and, and I found his testimony to be some of the most amazing. He said there were some forms that they had to be prepped for, that like, look, when you see this, it's going to be really disturbing. There was one that uh, one species that one guy, when he went in the room 30 seconds, they had to pull him out. He was done. His brain was fried, screaming. Ah, it's like something out of outer limits, you know, just. Was he with like a, a certain agency or is that just like, well, that's a, what we begin this conversation. Who is in charge? You know, you hear the reports, these black helicopters or the, the men, men in black, black right. they have no <laughs> tags. It's not a federal license plate. There's no markings on the aircraft. I, my, what I would guess is that, yeah, the CIA and other agencies are somewhat involved, but really a lot of this has been taken over by this, this corporate, military interest because you've got uh. bell you've got general dynamics you've got all of these defense contractors right. that Grumman were involved that, that. yeah from a northrop all mm-hmm. of them and probably just like even more dark 
on the backside. Well, of yeah, like, and they've it's been dark agency. Well, you know the whole Majestic Twelve story, right? You know that sounds that, familiar. Well, Majestic Twelve was a kind of so many rabbit oh. holes. <laughs> yeah, I, I have. These heard documents that, yeah. were released to a reporter, and they were examined by many, many UFO researchers. The majority of still say they are real documents. Some claim they're not. But Majestic 12 was supposedly a group set up by Eisenhower when this stuff right, first right. started after Roswell, which really was the first, one of the first downcraft. Actually, one of the first was in Missouri before really? Roswell in Cape Girardeau, the Aztec incident. But oh, the Aztec yeah. incident. Um, so this group of 12, they were scientists, they were engineers, they were top military brass. They were sworn to, uh, well, they called it majestic clearance. They had to have a MJ clearance, the highest clearance possible. And so they wouldn't share news with the president. I mean, it would, the president wasn't cleared high They enough. outranked him as far right. as... Wow. Wow. They were set up to study these events. And then from Majestic 12, all these other agencies got involved. And the whole men in black thing is just bizarre as hell i mean we don't even know you think there's a lick of truth to that as far as the well, the as the far as them being real mm -hmm. oh my gosh well you know that's really? interesting too when you talk about over the president because a line from my favorite movie independence day yeah i already it, know it, like is such a great line because when bill pullman when they're flying America's in air president. force one and they talk about you know uh, the the Jewish guy, whatever his name is. I don't want to say. Yeah, I, we, we won't yeah and say. the Jewish guy's like Area Fifty One, and you knew Dan. And he's like, that's not real. And the president's like, one of the president's close guys says like, why was no, I talking about this? Yeah, and he's like, plausible deniability. Yeah, plausible like, deniability. Like you don't tell. You're yeah. not going to tell you're the on president. You're on a need to know yeah. basis. Yeah. yeah. Now you need to know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and certain presidents were brought into it. Nixon apparently was, but we know from our last shows how involved Nixon was well, with the with the intelligence. Didn't I, there's no story I know I've heard on Rogan a couple times where where. Nixon was hanging out with Jackie Gleason. I knew you were going to bring it up. Yeah. yeah. He and he said, hey, Gleason. do you want to go see the aliens? <laughs> Jackie Gleason? Jackie, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the well, fucking this, the, sheriff from... Uh, <laughs> okay, but the story, I mean, it's an old, like, some old room. Jackie Gleason's wife is the one that confirmed this. It right, wasn't, right. It wasn't some, oh, I heard it from some... Jackie Gleason's wife, in a dead serious interview, said mm -hmm. Jackie came home. He was shaken to the core. Nixon had taken him to a top secret facility. Yep. Um, he was in Florida at the time. Right. Nixon picked him up, <laughs> said, I'm going to go show you something. And, then, and then what he showed him were dead alien bodies in, for, in formaldehyde. Really? Jackie, what, a, what a party trick. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Jackie Gleason singing out with me. Do you want to see something? It's funny, too. And I can bring up a picture of it, but... Uh, after this event, he was so inspired, he built this custom house based off of uh, did? off of a craft that he had seen. Yeah, wow. yeah, and it was just recently up for sale, and it was basically shaped like a UFO that he had seen. Here's here's the deal: there's been so much disinfo. I mean, look, the government's line. You got to remember when this stuff first started happening, the government wasn't trying to cover it up. In 1952, was, yeah. there was a huge flap of UFOs over the White House. You can look up the videos online. 
Eisenhower addressed it. The president addressed it to the nation. The problem is there's been a whole generation, and I'm not picking on you guys, that have grown <laughs> up with the media poking fun right. at anything to do with UFOs. Now, that was a typical CIA directive. Is there a picture of the 1952 yeah. uh, White House? Absolutely. Let's see if we can look it up. Uh, YouTube? Yeah, I'd like, to, it's I, on I, YouTube. Actually, I'd like to hear a little bit Just more about it. UFOs. What, what happened? Like, what happened? Well, on two different weekends, and I believe I have the history right here. In 19... Yeah, 1952, July 12th and 13th, and then the next weekend, two weekends in a row, multiple sightings between July 12th and 29th happened around the capital of the U.S., and even in no-fly airspace by the White House. The UFOs were also picked up on multiple radars. So, yeah, this was broadcast on the news. The thing about it is, like I said, two generations have been brought up to think it's all bullshit. Back then, no one thought this was bullshit. They were flying over the fucking I, I White mean, House. That's a, that's a national security threat. Absolutely. Huge. Yeah. And still is this day, all yeah. this. And so... so Eisenhower addressed it. He was asked in a press conference, and you can look this up, about the UFO. And he, and, and he look, here's the pictures right here. Did you do a search for UFOs over the yeah, White House? Yeah, it's a bunch of History Channel stuff that's going to be wordy. I, well, I'm just go to find images. Straight... Just images. Okay. Hey, come on, Russ. <laughs> hey, this look, is, you, they're right this here. Be they're job. everywhere. All right, I mean, I'll go just, images. I want to see uh, yeah, the video see you're talking about. That's This is an actual picture that I'm looking at right Which here. One? Yeah. Which one? Which one? Scroll. Uh, I don't know. I had UFOs over White House and it. <laughs> it's that Independence Day one. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> um. There was a couple okay. over the Capitol. No, that, I'd that, that one looks like the one. That, that is that the, looks one like the one right that he there. had. Yeah, click that one. And then you look at the, that. Uh, that looks enhanced to me, but Amazon Prime. You gotta, video. you gotta hit the images. Uh, that was images. It just took me to a. I gotcha. Took me to a. Hit link. that screen fill button. Up See, this there is why we need Jamie here. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know which buttons to click. <laughs> yeah, you gotta. Know. So that that is basically what it looked what? like right there. So Eisenhower was asked about this at a press conference, and he was real calm, and he said, well, yeah, it's the subject of flying saucers. Mm -hmm. does come up in our meetings, and we don't think they're a danger. We don't know what they are, but we don't think they're dangerous. This was a given in 1955. Nobody in America or the world doubted this. What happened right. was the CIA and the military-industrial complex decided this was a problem. They couldn't explain it. And they couldn't have Americans terrified sure, over something they didn't That looks understand. bad when yeah, you're so, the most powerful country right. you can't explain. So what did they do? Yeah. They shut it down. Now, if you look at every news report from like 1960, so they start, first thing they did, they started Project Blue Book. And if you know right. anything about that, and there was a project before that, but Blue Book was specifically set out to disprove these sightings. The famous ones that happened in Michigan where J. Allen Hynek 
said in his uh, final analysis, yes, we've decided it was swamp gas. <laughs> oh, I've heard that. <laughs> and, the sheriff, well, and the sheriff and everything, they were furious. They're like, look, I saw this. I know it's yeah. swamp gas. That's methane gas that comes up and you light it. It yeah. looks like when you light a fart, you know? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's no different than somebody saying uh, to me and Ben, you guys saw a, a, a B-2 bomber. Yeah. Like, or we, a crow. Or a, yeah. Yeah, anything. Yeah. It's like, no, we didn't. Right. Like, yeah, of course you'd be furious because you know what you saw and you want answers for so it. So from 60 to what? What is it? 2020? I mean, we're talking 60 years. The government just last year or two years ago just admitted to these right. the reality of this. Like, we don't know what it is. Right. Yeah. That, I mean, they never said that before. Yeah. They came up with an explanation or they said you were smoking weed and high, you were <laughs> right. tripping, you were drunk. I mean, it was always, I saw a UFO at some hillbilly in the yeah. Ozarks. It's a, a drinking, weather balloon. Drinking moonshine. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, you go to Roswell, that, that whole thing still, the Air Force still claims that was weather balloons. Yeah. But the people, the witnesses that were there that day said they're crazy. How the coroner was called and told to bring four, I can't remember, it was four or six children-sized coffins mm. for the alien bodies. Now, I'll read you about that one in Cape Girardeau. Because yeah, pretty, I was interested in that. I, I haven't heard. And this was before this is Roswell. This pretty interesting. 1941. Remember, Roswell happened in this 47. Is, yeah, this is pre-atomic uh, bomb, which is... Yeah. This is WW2. April days. 1941, <laughs> right, Cape Girardeau, Missouri. In April of 1941, Reverend William Huffman of the Red Star Baptist Church was brought to a UFO crash site to perform last rites. When he arrived, the three bodies were not human. All of the witnesses, including the rescue crew, police, firefighters, and rest, were told by the military not to speak of the event to anybody. So, and this happened over and over. Now, if you're a civilian witness and you see this happen, and the military says, and then later on they use the men in black, they would send these guys to your home and say, look, we'll kill your family. We'll not only kill you. Right. Your it's children and their children will be dead. Yeah. yeah, and of course you're going to shut up. Particularly back then, people were very loyal well, and to I'm the government. I'm sure yeah. they gave the old, if you tell anybody they're going to think you're crazy, you're going to lose everything because you're a lunatic, you're an yeah, idiot. Yeah, even if well, you're not I, dead, you're crazy. Honestly, I think yeah. it was a lot more nefarious Bruce, than really? that. Okay. I don't think they just said they're going to think you're crazy. They said, we'll kill you. Yeah. I mean, well, wasn't that part of the propaganda for the whole thing is just to make them all look, anybody that mentioned UFOs look crazy? Yeah, there's, I can't even remember, there's a name for the laugh. If you look at reports up until now, up until the last two years, anytime a newscast started with a UFO story, there's a chuckle. Oh, <laughs> as it, like a program There's that, it's of, a program laugh. They'd always wait, go, wait till you now, hear this. These, <laughs> these zany boys down in town found this. Well, they would always <laughs> chuckle, and yeah. that was an intentional thing planted by the cia who controlled all the media said look whenever you do these stories just chuckle about it no one will take it seriously because they couldn't cover them all up right yeah so what they had to do was discredit and then they sent agents out creating disinfo sure you know disinformation just the same thing that's happening with other stuff that's going on <laughs> right. right now it's so hard to find the truth you know but the there's, the research has been so in depth. You got to understand thousands yeah. of well, eyewitness scientists, accounts especially hundreds I mean, of thousands of eyewitnesses. Your account alone is incredible. Yeah, and you know it happened. 
Yeah. Hey, I mean, you you can't convince me otherwise. Like, you could try and tell me that was... <laughs> right. I mean, the only answer would be, hey, we have this high technology that doesn't exist that nobody knows about. And be like, oh, okay. Well, you that know, makes sense. And for, for every, like, personal account, because, like, you can hear a personal account from a nobody, but I feel like the one personal account that has so much, like, backbone to it, like like real stuff that actually the government came out and said, no, this didn't happen. And then it was proved it did happen. Bob Lazar. Right. I like, I think that is the one. That, I think Bob Lazar. Oh, I think there's is, several of those, but I agree so, that his, his is so, good. His, it's so credible that, uh, that I think it really may have played a part into, into why they, I think the Travis Pentagon. Walton's account is probably the most credible just because there were right. so many witnesses. Levar, Lazar is telling you on his own. Now, well, there are things that back it up. Yeah, I mean, like he, like they said, he, the government came out and said he never worked at Los Alamos. Right. They found his never name went to in MIT. The, the Los Alamos yeah. phone book. Like, well, he also they found to, a picture of his jet car on the periodical put out by the <laughs> yeah, laboratory. Yeah. And then Bob Lazar. Los Alamos yeah. employees. Also yeah, yeah. said that back in the day that. The bone density and, and, scanners. And, yeah, instead of fingerprint. They did a bone density scan because everyone is unique. And he said, that's how you like signed in and got right. in. And the government said, no fucking way. And then it was, I think it was last year that the government came out. It's like, we have bone density scanners. Right. It's like, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> so, so I think the point is to, to nitpick about whether this stuff is real or not. I think is we're beyond that. Yeah, I would this agree. This is stupid. I mean, it, yeah. it's honestly to have the discussion, oh, is this all made? That's, we're way beyond that. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. fucking Pentagon's admitted it, people. Yeah. Move on. It's, but I think the real question is, is, are there aliens or are we way more advanced and they're just hiding that shit for us? Because that could answer a lot of fucking questions. I, you know what? My personal opinion, my personal opinion is I think of the the I there's a called uh, I fuck I forgot the official name but they call them something civilizations and there's one off the coast of Sri Lanka where it's oh, a civilization uh, that we have left alone like they have been there for sixty thousand right, right. years uncontact tribes uncontacted tribes yeah and there's a tribe off the coast of Sri Lanka like yeah. a, a Christian kid tried to the go there a couple yeah. years ago and convert them and he Hand got killed Bibles. immediately yeah <laughs> I think that that is probably earth like i think that like there's like down, there's advanced there's advanced life form and we're being left alone because people say oh that's such a crazy fucking thing well we do it on this own fucking planet well imagine <laughs> like what we those people it. think about helicopters about yeah no planes. like when the They've when the have... tsunami happened when the indian ocean tsunami happened i this is one of my favorite pictures ever there's a picture after that Indian Ocean tsunami happened where they were worried about this island and the tribe getting wiped out. And they, the Indian government sent uh, their military helicopters to drop rice. And a photographer in the helicopter took a picture when they're dropping the rice of one of the tribe's people with a bow and arrow. Right shooting it at the helicopter. And it's like, wow, that's amazing. Like, that's amazing. So, so you think these are... are civilizations that have been here and i, I don't it's disagree necessarily with that theory at all i think there's another one that that explains a lot and there's actually evidence for it is that at least some of these craft are humans from the future time mm. travelers now the evidence for that is in the rindlesham forest event 
at Bentwater's Air Force Base. Well, Rendlesham Forest was one of the best documented uh, events in UFO history. Rendlesham RAF Bentwaters was a nuclear base. Now, we didn't know this at the time. We do now. Where, where's this at? RAF? In, in is England. that England? Okay. England. Royal Air it's, Force. Yeah, it's, but it was a U.S. facility co-run with the, the U.K. military and government. So these soldiers had kept reporting they were the, the, the security for the base. And remember, there's nuclear missiles, which you can, we can get into the whole UFOs in regard to nuclear missiles. Sure. There's a lot of stories about it. But right. um, they kept reporting lights, strange lights in the forest. So two nights in a row this happened. The third night, it was around Christmas. There was a big Christmas dance party for all the officers. They're all in their dress nines and they're with their wives. I think it was on December 23rd, something like that. I actually have it right here, December 27th. Mm. Um, they went into the ball and got the commanding officer of the base, a guy named Charles Halt. And you should look up while I'm telling this, look up Charles Halt audio. So anyway, they said, sir, the lights are back. And he, he was pissed at this point because he'd heard the other reports. He's like, these guys are, they're drunk. You know, they're seeing the lights. He was pissed he goes, I'm going to get to the bottom of this thing right now. So he gets in a Jeep, and he goes out to this area at the edge of the base, and it's actually off the base. It's called Rendlesham because the name of the forest was Rendlesham Forest. Sounds like something out of a Rudyard Sounds like Kipling, Robert, Robin, or Robin Hood. Yeah. Or, and so the, I actually printed off a copy of the Halt memo that's titled Unexplained lights and i'm not going to read the whole thing but he saw these lights and he thought an aircraft had had crashed so he goes out there and he said the uh illuminated the entire force of white light the object itself had a pulsing red light on top and a bank of blue lights underneath the object was hovering on or on its legs as they approached it maneuvered through the trees and disappeared at this time, the animals on a nearby farm went into a frenzy. The object was briefly sighted approximately an hour late at the back gate. And Halt, I've seen many interviews with him, he describes this thing that looked like an eye, like, you know, in Lord of the Rings, Sauron's yeah, yeah. eye. And he said it was red and it was dripping, looked like molten red metal coming no out kidding. the force. And he's terrified. And the audio, he had a dictaphone with it. Yeah. The audio, I don't know. I've got the can, whole tape here, but it's 21 play, minutes long, so I don't know. I'll just play some of it, and we can skip, see if you can skip ahead. It recorder. Oh, here we go. Can you put that up? That's kind of funny. That's, that's, you're right about the abrasion. 
You think it's towards the end? So this is where they had seen where this whatever had come down through the trees, and they're getting samples. So they're headed that direction. Yeah. So you all know where it is. We have to sketch it. You got that set, Nevels? Yes, sir. Close okay. Closest to the wood bridge base. Wow, I can't believe they have the audio from this. This is... You yeah. saved it. Oh, this is... It's incredible. Wait. So this tree is between point two and point Skip ahead a little bit. Looks like someone took something and sat it down and twisted it from side to side. Mm-hmm. Very strange. Well, look at the same tree we took the sample off with this... What do you call it? Star scope? Uh-huh, getting, getting a definite heat reflection off the tree about, about three to four feet off the ground. Let's see what we get on it. I want to see the part. Hold on there. Just a slight increase. Try to center. There's a part in this where they actually see the light and he's going, oh my God. 120 degrees from the site. Yeah, here we go. Uh oh. Straight ahead in between the tree. There it is again. Watch. Straight ahead off my flashlight there. Yeah, so there it is. Hey, I see it too. What is it? We don't know, sir. So you have to try this one. Yeah, it's a strange, small red light. Looks to be out maybe a quarter to a half mile, maybe further out. That's hard. Base commander. The light is gone now. It was approximately 120 degrees from the site. Is it back again? Yes, sir. Oh, that's flashlight, sir. Let's move out to the edge of the clearing so we can get a better look at it. See if you can get the star scope on it. The light's still there, and all the barnyard animals have gotten quiet now. Yeah, we're heading about 110 to 120 degrees from the site out through to the clearing now. Still getting a reading on the meter. About two clicks. Meter's jumped three to four clicks, getting stronger. It's a Geiger counter. Oh, Radio- sure. Radioactive. Huh? Radioactive. So this is a legit military operator. Like these are military dudes. He was a colonel. Skip a little. I think it's something other than the ground. I think it's something that's right there. It is definitely coming this way. Here we go. Oh. So, I mean, it goes on, but one of the, and I wish I could remember his name, I'll look it up, but one of the sergeants that first approached, they came to a craft, and it was a cubicle shape. It was a, excuse me, pyramid shaped. Really? And he touched it. And when he touched it, he felt like it was an instant download of information. And he was able to actually... Just like the kids in Africa. 
Yeah, it's oh, similar, yeah. but he was actually able to recall, and it was a series of ones and zeros, and it turned out to be a geographical location. But he also got the information, we are you, we're from the future. Through binary? Like yeah, through the download? So no, like through his head. Thing. When he touched it, he got this instant psychological... He saw images in his head. We are you. We're from the future. And then it gave him a geographical location, which you can look it up. And I have looked it up and spent it. And it's a little island that's under the ocean most of the time. You wouldn't even know that it's there, but it is an actual place. It's an island off in the Atlantic, about 200 miles off the UK coast. I mean, yeah, it's just the whole, that whole incident. And when you go into it even deeper, the guys that were in the tower saw a craft that was the size of four football fields, just like you guys saw, floated right past them. And probably most importantly, and they couldn't report on it at the time because it was totally top secret that we had nukes at this base, right? The craft, one of the craft, there were several, went over where the nuclear missiles were stored and shot beams down into the missile storage. That's, that's crazy. I mean, because I've heard, I've heard so many stories, I mean, from the government itself, you know, like official stories yeah. like about... Nuclear bases, not only here, but around the world, like Russia, like, oh, yeah, I've, I've seen all these where like the government officially backs it up where like nuclear bases were like just turned off. Like, or, or, like or armed with, you know, yeah, like, or reason, yeah, like yeah, I don't know where crazy shit happening where it's like, like, that's scary. No. Like, yeah. Well, look, they were very, look, the, when did all this stuff start happening right around right. the time we started and we discovered people, nuclear fusion, essentially. Well, not fusion, but nuclear. Well, that's uh, all an a bomb is. Well, fission, fu- yeah, fission, fusion's yeah. different. Fusion fission is something is we're still trying to right, right, fission, to do. Yeah. But yeah, nuclear bases have been shut down multiple times by UFOs. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no question about that. And so, somebody else has control over it. Essentially, is what the witnesses are saying. Yeah, I mean, one of the witnesses who was head of a nuclear base said he got a report. There was this giant red craft right outside the base, and the guy's freaking out. Sir, I'm not kidding, you know. And the next thing he knew, all of the missiles were turned on, I think, like ready to launch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd they'd armed them from... Right. But I think there's stories of Army and disarming, you know. Well, and then Harry Reid. Here it is. Harry Reid... Remember who was the head of the yeah. Senate? If you confirms UFOs interfered with new, new U.S. nuclear, which bases. he was really big into the dis, like the disclosure of this information. Well, he's the one that funded the UAP program that just came out. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know he was still behind it. Well, he he was in the Senate when they funded it. Oh, so this the is this is the recent. final report that after all of that work is yeah. the product. The final yeah, product. and when that somebody leaked it, and right. I think it was a total. It wasn't a leak. That this stuff doesn't get leaked. Right. But yeah, former U.S. Senator Harry Reid, known for instituting the secret advanced aerospace weapon system program, and the Defense Department to study UFOs and UAPs, in a newly released documentary. In this case. Um, 
Reed is referring to numerous accounts by military personnel working in nuclear sites that UFOs, sightings over them, some actual interference by UFOs, including full shutdowns of launch systems resulting in a security crisis, Reed describes in the trailer for the documentary. So this is a U.S. He was head of the U.S. Senate. Right. Confirms it. So, I mean, yeah. the, the idea that some people still say, well, I think this is all made up. I mean, we're beyond that. We're I, way I past 100% that. agree. It's, so it's, now, you know, to me, it's like, like you said, Ben, what are they? Yeah. What do they want? Yeah. Then, to me, some of the more interesting is to go back and look at the some of the crazier cases now and yeah. say, wow, I guess that was real. Well, let's look at it through a different lens now that uh, we've yeah. accepted the fact that that could have actually Now, I happened. always believed, it, you know, in certain ones that I did enough research where the witnesses were totally credible. They sure. were people you could believe in law enforcement, whatever. The... Uh, the Flatwoods in West Virginia, the Flatwoods monster. See if you can pull up a picture about that. That this one got to me, man, because I'll never forget my son Matt. If you go to our uh, folder, so you see that picture right in the middle, right there. Yep, pull that up, put that up on the screen. So. Yeah, the the weirdest thing about this. Would you would you Hold do to on. it there? It's it's Google image sucks. I gotta find a different image server because when you click the picture, it takes you to the website oh, exactly where they use it. They don't show you gotcha. the picture blown up. It's a conspiracy. It is. <laughs> we'll get into well, that. Well, so the Flatwoods. It's seven o'clock. Anyway, at night. you can see there. There's a was this? Oh God. Seven o'clock at night. Three kids told one of their parents that they saw something of flying across the skies in Flatwoods, West Virginia, and possibly crash. The parent, Kathleen May, took five children and a guardsman to go investigate. When arriving, she saw, she saw what looked like a pulsating ball of fire to the right. To the left, she reported seeing a 10-foot-tall creature that made a shrilling hissing noise as she pointed her light at it at which time they all ran in terror the flatwoods monster is not hissed at boys in a little village of flats in september 12 1952 people laugh about it but it scared the people plenty including the eyewitnesses six boys aged 10 to 7 a dog and a mom one of the boys peed his pants, said John Gibson, a high school freshman at the time. Their the dog, Ricky, bully. ran. All right, so this is the picture that the boys drew. This is what's crazy. The thing was apparently 10 foot tall. And see that thing on the back of its head? They said it had a, a cowl. What is the Verizon? It's it's history chant when I again when I That's click good these enough. pictures uh, we can see it you can see yeah, it yeah yeah it's you good see right it there. there they so making it really tough you're gonna have to learn a lot of this so that thing it looks like it has a skirt on and it looks like that you know a spade and cards yeah this big cat right, they call a it a cow kind of, yeah. mm -hmm. came up behind it they said it was ten foot tall and it was floating and when it moved it floated and it hissed at them and it also let out this noxious fumes and they were all very sick for really? weeks afterwards now i'll never forget reading about it. i thought yeah, no, that's just crazy my so my son matt 
asked me, he said, Dad, do you think that's real? I'm like, I have no idea. And I looked up, the, the guy who had investigated the most was uh, Dr. Stanton, not doctor, he's, he, he claims I'm not a PhD, but he was a nuclear physicist named Stan Friedman. Mm-hmm. Big UFO research. And I emailed him and he, he emailed me back and we had several email exchanges. He said he spoke to all the witnesses. He said, this is absolutely 100% real. It really happened. I saw the area where it landed. I investigated really? the physical evidence. So... The point is, there's a lot of really strange, the humanoid encounters to me are just the wildest. Stuff like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, it's kind of scary in a way. Well, I mean, you you saying, like, going off that point of there's a lot of strange things out there, like, that's the thing that really gives me a, a level of when I talk with people and i know people i mean i know friends that fucking say the opposite of this but like the universe if you said nothing existed but you just said okay we know the universe exists and there's planets and there's there's all kinds of crazy shit even if there's no life that's crazy enough so if you say like uh there's there's nothing else out there i go okay like that's that's bullshit like you you think humans are just so special that we're just walking around here like hanging out like no No. get get a grip yeah well it's like i told you what my cia cousin said right very high up in cia but by very high he was station chief which is the head post for any cia agent in in multiple countries three in latin america and two in eastern europe he was in Eastern Europe as a station chief when the Iron Curtain fell. So pretty high clearance. Yeah. So he left. Uh, he left the agency about two years after 9-11. Apparently, he was involved in writing the uh, waterboarding technique. He was in, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, my sister got really mad at him because she was like, you, you're a torturer. <laughs> but So and you look him up. His name is Ross Newland. I mean... Google him. He's very high up in the CIA. Yeah. My mother's maiden name was Newland. It was her uh, nephew, my first cousin. We yeah. were close growing up. I lost touch with him, obviously. He's in the agency all over the world. Yeah, but you, then, you have to grab a whole other life. Right, but he got divorced about the same time I did, and he was into cooking. He reached out to me, and so we started this conversation back and forth. And I ended up, He ended up writing a cookbook. I wrote the foreword to mm. it. So we kind of became close. We reconnected. So it, I had to ask him because at the time I was really into the UFO field, diving deep. And I said, Ross, I'm going to ask you a question. You don't have to answer, blah, blah, blah. And I just said, the whole ET UFO thing, is there any truth to it? And he said, you know, all I can tell you is this. And I'll never forget this quote. The universe is a thousand times stranger than you can ever imagine. And when he said that, confirmed it. I mean, now this was back 15 years ago before our own government admitted that this stuff is real. No. You know, but he's saying it's a thousand times stranger. It'd be interesting to know what what his take on the whole... uh, He probably knows. Well, Um, just on like the the slow roll of all this new information about, uh, you know, aliens and... and, You know, I like you said that, the slow roll, because I think the biggest thing to come out recently which is just amazing it it fucking blows my mind mm-hmm. because it is two very credible people and you can watch it was the 60 minutes bit on right. UAPs and it was what David was Fravor it? David Fravor and them talking about scrambling jets Air Force colonel like a, that bit on 60 minutes 
was I feel like the beginning of the faster end of the slow roll of being yeah. like, hey, listen, there's a lot of shit out here. Well, it's so interesting. Nobody gave a shit. Like it was like it, it wasn't even that That's big because uh, uh, I guess like, we're not our, all as dumb as they think. Every, we are. Everyone's no. fucking lives, UFOs have just been like a joke. It's like, oh, you're a fucking idiot. You know, it's like. Mm. Yeah, but you got to understand, this is all intentional. The 60 Minutes piece was completely intentional. Yeah, I mean, somebody said, that oh, was absolutely, controlled absolutely. Information. Look, all of, the, all of the movies that you've seen from E.T. to Alien to all of them have been preparing you, your generation and your children. To deal with it. For Will Smith it. and Jeff Goldblum to uh, say, yeah. <laughs> those look, sons of bitches. <laughs> look, in the 50s, in the 60s, if the president announced there are aliens living all the people would have right. panicked. I mean, all you have to do is go look at what happened to the radio broadcast, The War of the Worlds. Sure. You're familiar Orson with Wells. that story. Oh, yeah, yeah. People panicked. Right. Now, it wasn't as major as some stories that made it out, but there were people that were packing up. Do you think that, that was a test up. in any way? Do you think there's a possibility of that being a, like, see what and could happen? And listen to interviews I with him. I don't, I don't think so. I think it was just a story that was real good and people oh, fucking flip shit. Just, you know? I'm just spitballing here. But, I'm just curious. Well, it could be look, a good we test. Just, we did a show last week that the CIA made a book about end-of-the-world catastrophes classified for over right. 70 years. Why? To avoid panic. Sure. So the UFO thing is the same thing. But now that, you know, Disney's done UFO stories, your generation grew up. You, so you think we've been groomed absolutely. for, for, uh, for You've been groomed. So if the president came out tomorrow and just said, just so you know, we've been in contact with an alien species, nobody's going to freak out. Nah, Jake Paul's going to tweet about it. <laughs> Punch <laughs> these <laughs> fucking aliens right in the face. <laughs> But are you going to freak out? I got a UFO I mean, boxing match serious. coming up. But, uh, are you going to freak no, out? That's, no, that's an interesting point because that's exactly what happened. Because you've been groomed. Because you almost know. You almost know. That's right. yeah. Almost know. That's, yeah. so that's why is, when the Pentagon released it, it was almost second page news. What you're talking about is what's called soft disclosure. Ah. Disclosure is the term for disclosing the human ET connection. Soft disclosure is how they backpedal it and slowly right. release it. They condition you to look. The government the knows they have aliens. They have contacts with aliens. They have right. the dead bodies. They have the crash. They have back engineered it. Lazar told us that. I mean, sure. multiple. They've shut down our nuclear sites. What if in 1964 you found out that alien craft were shutting down our nuclear sites? People would have freaked. Especially yeah. the Cold War. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, it's scary if another nation does it. Right. But, but uh, uh, let alone I'd something, be, something point, we can't control. I'd rather be UFOs in another nation, honestly. Well, right. And you know, the other thing you said, well, these civilizations live here. you got to remember that the world's oceans are what? Three-fourths of our planet is covered with yeah. water. Yeah. And we've only, what is it, 5%? I think it's up to 20. That's been discovered, mapped, or even looked at is 20% 20 of our entire oceans. Yeah. And there's so many reports. If you look into USOs, unidentified submerged objects, oh. I mean, there's, there's a base off of uh, Catalina Island in California. Multiple crafts have seen in and out of the water. The TikTok video. Well, yeah, that, I was going to say that was on 60 Minutes. One of the videos. It went into the water. Yeah, one of the videos yeah. was a, a, a battleship, a U.S. battleship. Nimitz. And it showed it, Nimitz. it showed it above the water, and then it just went right in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, another one. 
it was going at an angle at supersonic speed, like a thousand miles yeah. an hour, entered the water with no splash. Yeah. If you think about it, these have to be, your, your sighting alone tells you they have what? Anti-gravitic technology. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you are able to control the gravity around the ship, Water doesn't have any meaning. Air does. There's no drag from the air. There's no right. drag from the water. They well, move as quickly through the it, water it, as they It's basically like trying to explain to someone like me, because I still don't understand what it is, what four dimension is. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, like it's it's a fourth dimension. It's like like matter, like physical matter isn't the uh, fifth dimension because it, it, yeah, it, it's, it's not it's time not an is considered the fourth but yeah you're right like what does five dimensions yeah. look like and i yeah yeah I, I love the the book flatland have you ever mm. right the best way to understand another dimension is to think in terms of one less so if you considered a dimension that was flat that it was only left right forward and back there was no up or down completely flat if you lived in that dimension and a giant came along who lived in our dimension and stuck his finger into that dimension, what would you see? You would see a series of concentric circles, small, and as the finger gets big, they'd get bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. And then he'd pull out and would disappear. It would magically disappear. Ooh. So if these crafts and or aliens come from another dimension, which is very likely, them disappearing would be easy. Right. We wouldn't notice it. Well, and furthermore, too, like we discussed with the oceans, I mean, if we, it's easier to hide nowadays in the ocean than would ever be to within close distance in space. It's so right. observable with, 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 with the technology we have. It's so observable. If you were to have some kind of base underwater that we can't get to, you know, like in a Mariana Trench type situation yeah. where we have no idea what happens there. Hell, anything over a thousand feet, it's yeah. pitch black. Yeah. Hell, we barely found the yeah. Titanic. And I mean, it's just, <laughs> right. I mean, the pressure is crushing metal. Right. Exactly. So it's not like you're going to drop drop a GoPro down there. But gravity's <laughs> not an issue for them. So right. it's it would be a perfect alien hiding spot. Honestly, yeah. if you think about it. Underwater. Not to, yeah, not underwater, not to mention all the subterranean. I mean, we know that our own military has underground bases all over the place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, fuck the Cold, the cold well. War. I mean, the, the silos and shit just across the, the Midwest. Midwest right? Yeah, it's like... Speaking of, like, UFOs in the sky, have you ever seen the uh, video of the UFO taken... I think it was taken off the... Um, Space, what is the space station called, you know, that we have up there? The ISS? The ISS. I think it was taken off that, but it's, you see this UFO, uh, that's, I, I'm not saying it's alien, but you see this light and it's cruising along. You see a flash from Earth and all of a sudden the UFO quickly changes directions and you see this streaking missile come up from Earth. No, I, I haven't oh, seen my that. Gosh. Look it up. You, yeah, you look, look it up. up. Look up ISS. Uh, no, not when you do ISS. Just put UFO missile Earth sh UFO shot at missile. Yeah, it's uh, you know it. Is it a video? It's a video. Okay, and you can see it. It's crazy. This UFO obviously yeah, knows. Take photo out of there. This UFO. Oh, that no. Obviously knows it's coming. Unidentified object caught on camera. Fine, Clint. Now, there was a big flash in that. Well, that's <laughs> that's Elon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know if you can find it. We probably have these booted up ahead. I shouldn't brought it up, but it's 
I mean, you know, it may even be taken off. It was on YouTube forever. I mean, everybody's seen yeah. it. I'm, I'm surprised you, you can't find it. My computer completely. Well, you know, I, I like I haven't seen the Flash one, but I, I, I've seen one that was taken from the space station. That the was, tether? That was just, yeah, it was literally something just going across, and it was like, what the, the fuck is that? And well, nobody, one, nobody ever said anything about there's it. There's one like, where they <laughs> lose a tether from, from one of their attachments or whatever it's a it's a line it's like a couple miles long and they're they're watching it in space and all of a sudden all these crafts start swarming around it missile shot at ufo is any of these yeah, it's one of those ones. Fucking yep. yep. DuckDuck goes way to go. These are I was looking up Google and they just totally screwed up. No, Google, I'm shit. telling you, Google, Google scrubs it. Yeah, it's that one. So watch this. Can you get it on the screen? Yeah. Here we go. Come on now. Has it been scrubbed as well? That was weird. Try the one on the right. That one. Yeah. Privacy warning. See, they are scrubbing this stuff. This is it. Alien files. Okay, here we go. Come on. I'm pretty sure this was off the ISS. Now, see the craft is right there. Right. There's another craft stationary down below, but watch the one in red. Now watch for the flash of Earth. See oh, it moving wow, away. Yeah. See that streak coming up? That was weird. And I mean, it, it like that thing was moving. Show it again. It's, it's not even like you could say it was a satellite because it stopped and moved in the other direction. Right. Uh, yeah, people say, oh, it's ice. Well, ice doesn't Yeah, no, stop look. It, yeah, it stops right, and no, it wait, goes. Wait, there's a flash. Right there. And it moves. There, yeah, I saw See the it. Yeah. It shoots off, yeah. Wild. So obviously we have some well, if you believe Clifford Stone, there's fifty seven varieties. They're not all some are benign, there's some a, are helpful. Uh, Baskin Robbins of aliens. <laughs> right. Right. Interesting. You know, and, and if we're shooting missiles at them, I mean, from what from what I understand, the uh, Roswell crash, we shot it down. Really? Yeah. I mean, and that even like that to me, I wouldn't even think that was a, that was almost like something that was like, if that was a weapon, that was a light weapon. Cause I, a missile wouldn't shoot that quick across the screen. Like I mean, that, 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 does, that didn't look like a missile. That looked like some kind of, it light, could have like, been a directed a energy, power, a power directed energy yeah. weapon, yeah. yeah, which we know. Yeah. It used, definitely exists for sure. Used in nine 11. Brought oh. the buildings down, directed energy weapon. I can't wait to listen to this episode. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to do it. <laughs> well, I mean, look, you go look at the evidence around that. There were cars two blocks from the trade centers that were actually burnt to dust. Really? That doesn't happen from a fire. And those buildings were dustified. <laughs> I, I can't wait to listen yeah. to this. Yeah, that's a hell of a setup. <laughs> I'm going to mark that note down. Oh. There's been a lot of books written about that. But, you know, one other case I'll bring up real quick was Pascagoula, which I think, you know, we talked about Travis Walton a little bit, but 
Wait, actually, uh, yeah. I, I want to because you said you you really liked Travis Walton's story, and I want to yeah. make I want to make sure that it's the same guy. Travis Walton was on Joe Rogan, right? I believe he o- was o- older gentleman. Because if it's the same guy that I was thinking about, I've talked with Russell about yeah. this. Where I think his, we even talked about last his night. His initial story, like, really was interesting to me. But when I saw this guy, when I saw who I think, I think we're uh-huh. talking about the same person on Joe Rogan. The more he talked, the more I thought, oh, okay, I well, don't he know. He got off on some I, really yeah. I was weird like, I don't stuff. know. But yeah. see, and you said that to me. It's like, yeah. and I thought about it. I'm like, so what? Well, I mean, you look, you got to analyze the story, the witnesses and the evidence. No, and, and that was what I was trying to tell you is, is that that particular story, I think, I stands think what up. he got into he started later. Talking, it was something what, totally different. No, that I think was, what he was talking about was his theory of what the aliens might be or where they're from. I think it was even further than that. If I remember, it was something just it had nothing to do with it. it I know. Like, but see, when you bring that up. Mm-hmm. You're doing exactly what the disinfo. No, but, I, let me finish. <laughs> <All right. laughs> you're doing. You're, exactly, you're in the hot seat. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're doing what they want you to do. No. See, he's not credible because he brought up this other shit. Oh, there I go. Sorry about that. Here, I'll, I'll fix you. <laughs> no, there you I, go. I, I, I know what you're and saying. I'm not ripping on you, but <laughs> no, I'm no, saying no. in general. But it, it had nothing to do with aliens. It was like he was just promoting some kind of weird idea that didn't make sense, and it just that could be. It turned me off to his. I mean, but see, you guys. I mean, you guys only know this stuff from Rogan. Fuck Rogan. No, no, Rogan, he. Uh, it I'm was him saying, himself. It Ro- was it was Ro- him himself. No, but. Rogan's a phenomenon in the last 10 years. I've been looking at this shit for 30 years. Travis Walton's story. Yes. The initial story was great. I loved it. But when Travis Travis Walton himself kept talking, something turned me off and I went, went, uh, He went to this rabbit hole that didn't make any sense. Yeah. Okay. And it it was totally different from the the story because the first half was great and then it just went into this weird rabbit hole. And your point is... My point is, it, is he seemed it, it seemed not credible to me. I'll say it. Yeah. It seemed not so credible. So his story's not credible. His initial story was a great story. I loved it. I was so interested. But I, have you I've looked heard, at the evidence? Yes, I yeah. have. And I it's have. All there were five people in the yeah. truck with him that saw him taken up into a craft. Yeah. They all passed lie yeah. detectors tests. He was missing for three. None of the other shit matters I know, is but, what I'm saying. But at the same time, I fucking know five liars. <laughs> and I'm one of them. <laughs> you, can you pass a polygraph? Because they all did. Well, I mean, shit, you know, I mean, even on polygraphs, they say, all right, look, the sheriff thought they were lying because they killed him. Okay. Why would they lie if they weren't coming? He shows up three days later, naked in the middle of a highway in a phone booth and called somebody and said, come get me. He was terrified. All of their stories have remained completely consistent over the years. And, I mean, I get what you're saying, and that's why I don't it's, like guys like Rogan. Well, well I mean, I, 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 and this is the thing. I'm not disagreeing with you about his original story. Yeah, it's all like very his original story But that's all we're great. talking about. But, but it's like if it's, someone, if, if I came to you and I told you something that was factual... Right, and, and then, then you for the next hour, I said a bunch of shit. That's yeah. yeah for the next hour, I said a bunch of shit. I went. Uh. Well, I want, I'm going to go back and watch it, but to me, it doesn't matter because I I don't look at Travis Walton through a Rogan lens. You saw him on Rogan. 
It was. I've it, seen it's not him even on so much. See what about, I'm saying? Yeah, that. I know. I know what you're saying. He's yeah. got maybe he's gotten kind of strange. The guy's been around for 30 years. And I, I yeah, and I, I, I mean, fuck, he got abducted by aliens. <laughs> Shit, like. right. Now he's the one they made the movie about fire in the sky. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And you see the scenes in there of what it looked like yeah. inside the ship. Well, wasn't it like the the they tried to make him comfortable by making like a humanoid kind of similar? Yeah, yeah. Person. Yeah. If I remember right, yeah. like that was that was trying to calm him down when he was freaking out. When yeah, he, he said he said he uh, saw beings that he knew weren't humans, but almost a like good imitation. Yeah, right, imitating. right, yeah. right. right. Well, I mean, the the story is a bunch of loggers finishing late at late at night, right? Or not late at night. They finished work so late it became dark. They're driving home. They're in the middle of the forest. They see this light. They go, "What the hell's that?" They pull up to it. There's this huge craft floating, suspended, like you guys said, not triangle, but a big craft. Travis, being the brashest of them all, runs out, runs up to him like, "What the fuck are you?" you know? <laughs> A beam, and they all wit witnesses also. A beam came down and hit him and knocked him down. They freaked. They left. They got a couple miles down the road and said, "We can't leave him." When they came back, he was gone. The craft is gone. They go straight to the sheriff and report this. So the sheriff immediately thinks, and they had been drinking. They had beers after work in the truck. So the sheriff thinks they did something to him. They got in a fight and they accidentally killed him, and they're trying to cover it up. Right. He brought in the best uh, polygraphy in whatever town. I think it was in Washington State. They brought in a guy the next day, polygraphed them all. Now, you will find one of the five, what the polygrapher said on one of his statements, it was inconsistent. So that's what the debunkers point to. See, that one guy had inconsistencies. Right. Now, the other four, and Travis passed yeah. completely. So anyway, three days later, Travis is missing. No, no one knows. Three days later... He wakes up, this is his account, naked in the pouring rain, finds his way to a phone booth, I don't, or a cafe or something, mm -hmm. uses the phone, calls, friends come and gets him, he goes to the sheriff, they interview him, da, da, da. That's the story. Yeah. yeah. And to me, it's the only one that matters. I mean, if he's gotten into weird stuff the last 30 Which, years. Which, I mean, no, in that story yeah. itself, that story itself, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm 100 I, I, I heard that, that story. Very I saw convincing. it when I was very young. Yeah. The whole thing, like, I was, like, amazed by. I'm, I'm not saying that story isn't true. It was just listening to the it shit that he said after. <laughs> it was I was like, oh. <laughs> it was off-putting. Is, is that's yeah. all I, I have, have to go say. listen to it, see what it was. But yeah. here's another one in Pasagoula, Mississippi. Calvin Parker, Charles Hickson were fishing. This was in 1973. Um, they were fishing, and they suddenly heard a buzzing noise behind them. They turned around to see the source of the sound, we're amazed to see a glowing egg-shaped object, bluish light, the unusual craft was hovering a few feet off the ground. To their unbelief, a door opened and three strange beings begin to float just above the water straight towards them. I don't know if you can pull that. You probably can't with the image thing, but though the beans had legs, they did not use them. They simply... What was this town? Uh, Pascagoula. Spell that, Russ. P-A-S-C-A-G-O-U-L-A. Mississippi? Uh-huh. 
Parker and Hickson were later described as the beings of five feet tall, had bullet-shaped heads without necks, slits for mouth, and where their noses or ears would be, they had thin conical objects sticking out like carrots from a snowman's head. Sounds like my ex-girlfriend. They had no <laughs> eyes, gray wrinkled skin, round feet, and claw-like hands. Oh, you would actually brought this up. Yeah, I, I sent it to you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they were they were grabbed by the creatures. Hickson was fighting a little bit, but the creatures just overpowered him. Parker fainted, and they took him into the craft, and they floated them inside the room. And they were left floating while the beans left the room. They examined Parker. 20 minutes later, the ordeal was over, and Hickson was floated back outside the craft. A moment or two later, the craft rose up. See the head. Yeah, yeah, scroll up. So that's the picture that they drew. Now, here's what... Now, this sounds just absolutely nuts, right? Crazy. Sure. So they go to the sheriff. They report it. Well, here's what lends a lot of credibility to it. The sheriff left the room, and unbeknownst to the men, they left the tape recorder going. And you can listen, and they're both going... They don't believe us. They're not going to believe mm-hmm. it. He said, Charles, I'm scared to death. What the hell were those things? Da, da, da. You know, they're, they're recounting this. They had no idea they were being recorded. Wow. A genuine fear. Genuine. Yeah. And they were terrified. I mean, the sheriff, I've seen interviews with him. He's like, look, these two guys saw something, and they just scared. Once again, it's just, and the only reason I bring it up, it's just so different. It's not your typical... It is different. Like alien. Gray. Yeah, yeah. This is, yeah this is weird. It's like a mummy with a... Mummy snowman or something. This is like some kind of weird clown. If you start looking into alien humanoid encounters, I mean, there's hundreds of them in different types. Yeah. And so now, I mean, I guess my point of bringing this up, a lot of these, I think we should believe them. There's no reason not to believe these two guys. Oh, I agree. hundred percent. It cost them nothing but grief. I mean, they both said, if I could do anything, take it back. I never would have gone to the sheriff. Yeah, don't say day. shit. Yeah. It's caused, you know, unbelievable ridicule and heartache. Our families well, were subjected. That's to, exactly. You know, that's the Bob Lazar said the same thing. I mean, All that's, these, right. that's, that's, that's that right. Betty and Barney Hill. That's yeah. everybody. Like, yeah. they're like, I wish I never even fucking said anything. Yep. You know? Yep. Yeah. That's insane. It's insane. Yeah. And if you look up that, that one press conference that had it lasted like two days with over 200 Air Force generals. And I mean, well, we've already said, look, we're going to we're going to agree that this stuff is real. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean we buy all of it hook, line and sinker. But yeah. something's going on, man. Uh, absolutely. I like I mean, you I feel like in this day and age, I mean, you talk about our generation growing up with this stuff like. I feel like in this day and age, like, again, I feel like I said this before. If you're like, oh, no, there's nothing. There's nothing else out there. Even if we're, even if everything that's ever been said on Earth about UFOs and aliens is wrong, yeah. you're an idiot. <laughs> like, it's, like, you're an idiot to not believe, to think that in the universe that we can't, we don't even know how big it is, that we're the only things. You're stupid. It's true. <laughs> I mean, I, and I don't know many people that think that way, honestly. I think it's, it's pretty much a part of the culture now. Yeah, maybe like a fundamentalist uh, thinks yeah, that way. Yeah, <laughs> some people go to church a little too much. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, yeah. 
Well, you, uh, any woman that says that to me is a rib. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. Slam the Christians. <laughs> Zinger. That's an alien sing for you. <laughs> so that is the guy you were talking about on Rogan, right? Is that the guy? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's the guy. I'm going to have yeah, to listen. You're going to make me listen to it now. But, you know, I guess to wrap this thing up, it's like, what, what do you think they are? I I I don't believe that uh, they're necessarily even beings uh, in a way. Uh, just to travel that distance in a human form, I think is tough. I think there's something to said to be about consciousness. You got to be so advanced to do that. Yeah, one, and one. there's something more than you know. Like our our consciousness is more than a body. That's get, that's almost a different conversation, but. That's kind of how I feel about it. I, I don't think that uh, I don't I, think a physical form. I think if you jetted us, if we had the technology they did, and we got in these spacecrafts, I don't think we would be able to make the journey. Well, you know, and if they're if they're making the journey, yeah. I mean, Ben's point is they're here. They've True. always been here. Yeah, we're time travel situation too, as it could be, or as well. that they've always been here. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing. It's like I mean, it's uh, I my bottom line on it, just my personal belief, because nobody's right. Because right. you can't prove it, but I I go back to that tribe scenario, and I think that if there are things visiting us, visiting us, I mean, like fuck, I couldn't go out and build a rocket ship tomorrow and blast into space. There's only a handful of people on Earth that are smart enough to do that, mm -hmm. and that's as far as we've gotten, at least that we know of. But if something can come here, and the videos we've seen, you know, it's sixty minutes, the the things moving. 60 miles in a second like that is so advanced so if we're going off of that that there's civilizations that are so far more advanced than us and i think of it too like in a worldly sense like you know like if you took a person from midwest missouri and went to you know uh nigeria like we're different and i feel like that's how the universe culturally, is culturally yeah culturally yeah. the universe there's if there's one there's a thousand and it's just every which one i think that's how it is like there's there's probably different levels of advancement where if there are other civilizations out there some are far advanced some are medium mm -hmm. who knows where we are like who knows you know like it's just it's all over the map it's got to be a well, million if you were to compare america's technology to nigeria's Technology, they yeah. would be alien. Yeah, I saw a guy build a, a Nigerian guy that built his own helicopter and it blew up on him. You know, oh, <laughs> I definitely think that we have borrowed from alien technology. I mean, that was Lazar's whole point. They yeah, were right. back engineering. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. You know, we didn't even get into this this last guy that on his deathbed confession. Mm. You know, talked about working for these different agencies and that. Yeah, we used. I worked with the aliens. And he, you know, we've looked him up. He was totally, uh, that, I love the last part of this. They give his, he took a polygraph before he died. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, I said, and one question, do you trust the United States law enforcement or Justice Department? No. Polygraph results, true. Oof. Have you ever discussed this technology with scientists from other countries? Yes, true. Have you ever touched alien life forms? Yes, true. Does any member of your family have any idea what you do? No. True. Is there more than eight alien spacecraft you've personally examined? Yes. True. I mean, it goes on and on. What was this guy's name again? 
Bushman, Boyd Bushman, and he worked for Journal Dynamics. He worked for uh, Northrop Grumman. I mean, his credentials checked out. Let's see, 40-year career, Texas Instruments, Lockheed Martin. He holds 26 patents. Some are still classified for his work on the Stinger missile system, laser guide, smart bombs, imaging systems. His credentials are impeccable. His claims that he's spoken to alien visitors and worked firsthand with their technologies during his tenure at Area 51. And what was cool, he knew he was dying. He had months to live. So he said, I'm going to do an interview. I'm going to tell all. He pulls out all these pictures. That's the one oh, that, yeah. that picture of a real, that he said, yeah, this is one of the aliens I worked with. And he looks kind of like a typical gray, but a little different. These are pictures I'm showing you. Pictures of craft that he took. There, that one on the right. Yeah, that one. That's a picture of the alien he worked with. Oof. Now, could this guy have had some makeup artist do it? Why would, you know, once again, a lot of impeccable work. credentials. Terminal, uh, terminal He's going to die. Yeah. He also talked about seven scientists that were involved with a certain uh, mission were all killed one of them of a drug overdose, one of a suicide. And they ask him in the polygraph, did he actually die of suicide? No. Was he killed by a member of the federal government law enforcement agency? Yes. I mean, the polygraph is just fascinating. Yeah, it certainly reveals a lot. James, do you, do you trust the United States governments to have access to this technology? No. So you remember we were talking about, does the government do, do you trust the, the law enforcement justice department? No. So there's people that have this technology. They're not with our government and they don't want to release it to them. Well, there's people in power that know what we need. Exactly. You know. What's, I want to know, James, what's, what's your, what's your bottom line? What, what do you think? Man, I don't know. I mean, I do think that some perhaps have been from our future. Like that Rendlesham thing is really compelling to me. I've seen so many interviews with that guy. And when he, you know, he wrote down these coordinates from his mind and he came up with an actual place. Right. Some from the future, I think that your theory is as good as any. They've always been here because the distances are vast. Uh, e even if insane. you traveled at times five light speed, it would take thousands of years to get. To uh, yeah, people talk, be a people talk light years, and I feel like people don't get the impact of light years because right. you say five light years away, and people think, oh, five light years away. That's that's a long fucking time. <laughs> it's unimaginable <laughs> distance. We can't imagine. We, yeah, we can't imagine how big. Our solar system is. That's we scary. We can't imagine that's scary. quantum physics that is in front of us every single day. That's a, it's a difficult thing for people to understand. So, I mean, what you think You think time travel, James? Like, no, you I, think, think, I think time travel. I do think, I'll, I'll tell you a great uh, a short history of Earth by Bill Bryson. It's one of the books you should read because he starts out talking about distances in space they are so vast but the thing the thing about it is if you have a think of our technology right now then advance us 500,000 years i mean i don't think that these travel in the sense that we think travel we're thinking in spatial 
three-dimensional terms of point A to point B. I think they're intra-dimensional. Mm. You know, remember that old book we read? Uh, well, I did, called A Wrinkle in Time. If you Sensually, think about yeah. a, a blanket spread out, and you've got a, a pin oh, here I, and I a pin a, here, and you <laughs> fold the two yeah. blanket together. Let me see that Sharpie. Because I'll make I'll make the visual because I knew but, you were going to say this. But you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, because yeah, people yeah. said this point to this point, what's the right. quickest way? And they say in a straight line. And then they say, okay, if you take this and you go like this. Right. Yeah. So You so shorten they, the distance. They're, they're warping space-time. Interesting. And, and look, we know that quantum physics, that particles pop in and out of existence all the time and are going to different dimensions we know through quantum entanglement that everything in the universe is connected quantum mm -hmm. particles so who's to say and i think i think you're onto something with your idea of consciousness i, I mean, mean i don't know well i mean some some witnesses who have claimed to have discussed alien technology with the aliens how do you control these they said it's all controlled with your mind I think mind's a lot more powerful than we give it credit for. Consciousness, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. You know, it just yeah, it's, unbelievably. It's, we just, we know you know that old experience. You only use ten percent of your brain. I think that's probably uh, true. That's well, bullshit. Right. Bullshit. <laughs> I think that I think that there's a lot our brain is capable of that we don't even know it's capable. We just of don't. Totally. We we don't think hard enough. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, on the CIA enough. and all these, you know, they've been studying that very thing for a long mm -hmm. time. And I, you know, who knows, man? I do think. I just go back to my cousin's statement: the universe is a thousand times stranger. And I I think he meant that. That literally yeah that whatever we can imagine it's a thousand times stranger than that so we can imagine that creature we had up on the screen it's a thousand times stranger than that right that's that's nothing in, right it's a walk in the think park. of star trek all those places they <laughs> right. they visit or the bar scene in the first star wars yeah it's a thousand <laughs> times <laughs> <The> stranger <laughs> than that that's a da, bar da, i want to go to which is kind of cool you know and maybe in your lifetime you guys will have some answers yeah i, I doubt in mine I, but i don't that's the thing that makes me sad. I I don't think we will. I don't think our grandchildren will. And that's what makes me sad because I, I want to know. Well, I will say this. The fact the Pentagon has come out and announced it now that there are craft of unknown origin, that is the first step in disclosure. There's yeah. going to be more. And it's going to appear like it's an accidental, oh, we just found... See, that now... I mean, look at the news now. They're like, oh, we just found this out. Bullshit. We've known this since the 30s. We're just now least. letting you yeah, know. Yeah, on TMZ right. tomorrow, yeah. Eisenhower is going to be shaking. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, right. so I mean, We found this picture. <laughs> President abducted by aliens. <laughs> I want to say disclosure has started. Disclosure has been going on for some sure. time. And it goes back to what you are saying earlier. It could even be included with the Hollywood aspect. Right. Where, where you're they had to prepare everyone. preparing everyone. So it could, this, Absolutely. This could be a 60-year operation of disclosure. And now they're actually putting facts behind it. No, I totally agree. I don't think they think in terms of years or decades. They think in centuries. And it, didn't China just say that recently? <laughs> I well, think I, I heard I mean, something yeah. about them saying that. Mm -hmm. It's the, yeah. year of the, the year of the UFO. <laughs> they're like, China's been here for a thousand years. What's 200 years? 
Well, and the Soviet Union said, you know, we'll we'll conquer the United States. It may take us eighty years, and we'll do it, you know, one book at a time and right. one person, and, right? One teacher. Yeah. I mean, the cabal, whoever they are, they've never thought short term. They're always thinking long term. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so who knows, man? Could Interesting times we're living in, though. Yeah. Hope to find out a little more. Soon. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It was good to have you here, my yeah. brother. Hey, uh, I'm, I'm happy to be here. This is the conversation <laughs> I wanted to listen to. I wanted to be here live and listen to this. <laughs> yeah. well, you know what I'm going to do tonight? I'm going to listen to Travis Walton. On the show. <laughs> <laughs> throw it on there. See what that crazy shit he was saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah now, now i got to listen to it, too, because I'm worried yeah, it Hey, James, crazy. I'll give you my phone number. You can text me and say, hey, you're full of shit or not. <laughs> <laughs> now I probably agree with you. <laughs> Still doesn't take anything away from it. All right, All right. so another episode in the books guys we'll see yep. you next week see you next week merry christmas everybody yep. have a good one